0: Eat that box in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Forever waiting for someone to like us. Bitches love record players. Okay, don't swallow it, that's gross. Hello, my little sex kittens. This is Raven, and welcome to Raven After Dark. Oh, wow, bitches! Happy Titty Tuesday! How is everybody doing today? Personally, I'm fucking sad. Woo! Depression is really kicking my ass today. Let me tell you, I did some drugs this weekend with the hope that it was gonna make me feel better and enhance the situation that I'm in. Because that's my thing with drugs. I enjoy drugs. You know, I do them. I used to do them more. Do them pretty sporadically. Besides smoking weed now. And I only ever do drugs to enhance the moment that I'm in, to make myself feel better, Um, always in good vibes, with good intentions, which I did this weekend. But sometimes when you take drugs, it um, heightens your sadness that you have inside of you. And then sometimes things happen that make your sadness even more prolific. So, you know, we're just going to wait to take drugs again. We don't really need drugs. We just need to smoke weed. That's all we got to do is just get high, baby girl. But... Besides this weekend, how's everybody doing? How's everybody been in their dating life and in their dating world? You know, mine has been interesting. I actually kind of started dating and then I've decided that, you know what, I'm over that bullshit and I'm just going to be alone forever. But let's let's just talk about it. Let's just have a little a little chat. So I was feeling inspired to get back on Hinge because about two months ago, I started listening to Nicole Byer's podcast, Why Won't You Date Me? If you haven't listened to it, it's fucking hilarious. She has her friends on. They go through her dating profiles and they talk about, why won't you date her? And it just really made me laugh. And you know, I was like, you know what? I should get back out there. I should start going on some dates. I should just put some feelers out into the world and see what happens. Also at this time, about a month or so ago, I got a laser treatment done on my face called a pixel. So they essentially go through and laser off the top couple layers of your skin to encourage new growth and cell turnover. It helps with scars and wrinkles and all these different things. If you're interested, hit me up. My roommate is esthetician. She can help you out. Um, so when I had my face lasered, I wasn't able to do anything for a week. Like I couldn't even really I couldn't go outside because the sun would burn me and you can't sweat. If you sweat, it gets caught underneath your skin and you can have all these issues. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on Hinge. Go on Hinge. Start talking to a couple of dudes and there's this one guy on there that we, I would say we were like talking the most consistently with. And I'm going to be honest, it goes against everything that I talked about in my how not to die alone episode. But when it comes to me on dating apps, I literally only match with people that are six, three and taller when it comes to men. Um, If they're really cute, sometimes I'll do six feet. But like right now, I'm just looking to get spooned. I'm just looking to have sex every once in a while. And I'm not looking for a relationship. So I'm being surface level and maybe a little judgmental and closed minded when it comes to things. But I'm just I'm trying. okay? baby steps. At least I'm putting myself out there. So start talking to this dude and he asked to hang out and I'm like, oh, you know, I can't like my face is lasered off right now. So we keep talking back and forth for like the week, week and a half that my face is fucked up. Finally, my face is back to normal and he hits me up one night and he's like, hey, do you like death metal? And I was like, Uh, you know, not really. I'm, I'm open to it. It's something that I've gotten into the past year or so. Like I appreciate it, but I don't necessarily like like it, if that makes sense. Um, and he's like, well, there's a show tonight happening. Like you should come with me. And I thought about it for a couple minutes. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like could be something fun, new experience. Try it. It's good for the podcast, you know? And that was part of my thing of getting back on hinge was like, this will be good content for the pod. So I text him back and I'm like, yeah, I'm down to go. Like, what's the information? sends me the, the information. He's like, all right, cool. Now buy your ticket. Skirt skirt, 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 (laughs) skirt. I've never met this dude. This is our first time hanging out. Your end goal is to fuck me. Like, that's definitely what you're trying to do. And you're telling me that I have to pay for my ticket. Honestly, I was at a friend's house. I was super high. And after saying yes, I was like, I don't really want to go. Like, I'm super stoned. I just took this as an opportunity to just not respond because I just am at the point right now where... If you're not lining up with what I want, like, boom. And, like, I've never even met you. I've I've never even met you. So this dude followed my Instagram a little while ago because I have my Instagram on my hinge, and I just didn't respond to him, which, like, ultimately I should have messaged him and been like, hey, like, I'm just not interested. You should have offered to pay for my ticket (laughs) instead of ghosting him. But I was super stoned, and that's where I was at in the moment. So I posted my Instagram, and I put this little post on my story. Mind you, he follows me asking if for first date situation and someone invites you out on a date do you feel that that person whether male or female this goes back or forth that they should pay for the date and the overwhelming answer was yes if somebody asks you on a date they should pay for the date so he sees my story sends me a little skull emoji and is like oh my god I didn't even think about that Like, I can pay for your ticket if you want, like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm stoned and tired. Sorry, or thanks, but no thanks. Uh, Let's try to hang out again in the future. So then he asked me to hang out two more times, and um, both times I was busy. And then he asked me to hang out a third time, and I was like, hey, you know, I'm really sorry. Like, I have to do a podcast episode tonight. And he messaged me me back and says says something snarky and then says, I hope your podcast episode sucks. And then I never responded. And then he commented on my most recent picture that I posted saying you're hot or something or hot. And it's just like, you know, your end goal is to try and fuck me and swoon me. So you need to impress me. (laughs) And if you're not willing... And I'm not saying that, like, you have to spend money on dates and that you have to spend money on people. But if you invite me somewhere and it's something that I'm not really into or haven't done before, then I expect you to pay for it. I expect you to put forth that extra effort because you're inviting me out. You're asking me to come with you. Um, So, yeah, I'm not going to hang out with that dude ever. And uh, it's just, you know. Tip for the fellas and the ladies and everybody in between. If you ask somebody out on a date, you're paying. (laughs) You're paying for it. And actually, when I put that post up on my story, one of my friends reached out and was like, yeah, it was crazy. One time, I this girl asked me out on a date. Asked me out on a date. And then when the check came, she just sat there and looked at me. And then I ended up paying for it. it's like, well, you asked me out on the date. You picked the location. You picked the time you should be paying for the date. (laughs) That's just how I think. Write in, tell me what you guys think. That was my first uh, toe in the water of considering getting back into dating. And I realized too, with me going going on Hinge, because I haven't been on Hinge in weeks, that I think subconsciously the reason that I was talking to people on Hinge was because I knew that I wasn't actually going to hang out with them because my face was lasered off and I wasn't able to. So now that my face is healed, it's like, "Mm, I don't really want to go back on Hinge. It's not necessarily what I'm feeling. Maybe three weeks back or so, I met this dude at a party. It was like a social meet and greet kind of thing. I'm actually going to have the lady who hosted the party on at one point. She's amazing. You guys are going to love her. Um, But I randomly met this dude at the party. He was really funny and he made me laugh a bunch. And honestly, if you can make me laugh and you're tall, that's like half the battle right there. So it's like you know what I was feeling super hot. I look super hot. I'm gonna ask this dude for his number. So I did, and I don't ask people for their numbers. Um, oh my gosh, I can hear it now. So I'm in my garage. This is a complete side tangent. Pod Labs in my garage. There's this fucking bird that my cat must have killed one of its babies, but it fucking bugs the shit out of her. It's dived bombed me twice. I have all these cats in my house and none of them have killed it yet. So if anybody knows how to get rid of a mockingjay, I'm being assaulted by a bird. I just heard it squawking outside. It's probably fucking with my cat again. Anyways, back to my dating story. This is how my brain works. Um, Meet this dude at the party. Give him my number. Reach out to him. We go on a date. Now, it's 2022. I'm all about equality. I'm all about, you know, treat people equally, whatever. But again you're trying to fuck me. You're trying to get in my pants. You're trying to have some sort of end goal with me. Open my doors, (laughs) open my doors for me. And that will definitely get you some brownie points. This dude was very, and he was definitely joking about it. And like, I get that it's a joke for sure. I'm totally all about it being a joke, but also like you're trying to fuck me. You're trying to swoon me open my fucking doors so he made it a point that he's not going to open up any of my doors for me and I hated it (laughs) I enjoy my doors being open for me because I think it's a really sweet thing I feel like it's considerate and I always open my doors up open doors up for my friends when I'm out with them because I feel like that's what they deserve all my fucking friends are queens and kings I myself am a king so I'm just going to treat you how I want to be treated I'm gonna open up your doors for you you should open up your doors for me lost some brownie points um, this dude was, I could tell really nervous and I even asked him about it. You know, he hadn't been on a date in a while, kind of talked about himself the majority of the time. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, he's definitely doing some cool things in his life. So I, I get just like when to talk about that, but also it kind of made me feel like he wasn't super interested in what I had to say, but I also, me and I told him that, you know, I'm getting to this point where, I'm just being really blunt and I'm just being straight up and it's like, and I was very straight up with this guy of like where I'm at in my life, and what I'm looking for and like what I'm doing and not wanting a relationship and just wanting to hang out and have fun with somebody and just enjoy my time, you know, and do whatever. Uh, so first date went okay. Second date we went to watch his friends that are in a jazz group, go perform at this fancy schmancy hotel. And then afterwards, we went to Mill to watch his other friend perform. We actually ended up missing that show by like five minutes. But while we were there, ran into one of my favorite girlfriends, and I was not expecting her to be there. And I literally was besides myself. I could not contain my excitement. And seeing this individual, we're going to call her Steve Jobs. You know who you are, baby girl. I was besides myself. She was out of town. I thought she was still out of town. She fucking walked up to me and I was just so caught off guard, so happy, just ecstatic because I haven't seen her. We, we talk pretty frequently. I'd say like every other day or so or every two days we snap back and forth and keep each other what's going on. But we hadn't seen each other in person in a minute. So I was besides myself. Couldn't stop talking about how much I loved her. And then at one point he looked at me and he's like, well, why am I even here? I didn't have an answer for him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, honestly, I'm just trying to get my life together so I can marry Steve Jobs and be, be good enough for her because I feel like I have a lot of growth to do before I could be worthy of her time. So one day, Jeffrey Bezos, I'll be there for you. <laughs> so second date, it was cool, but just wasn't, wasn't super feeling it. I feel like he... Um, he has more feelings for me already than I have for him. And I just, I just shuts me down. I'm like, Oh, you like me? Sorry. Don't want to fucking. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So really cool. Really nice guy. But, um, definitely think there's more on his side and maybe, maybe I'm just a bitch and maybe, uh, you know, maybe I'm not a bitch. Maybe I'm just <laughs> can And you know, thanks to everybody love me. But, I I can just tell. I can read people. I'm an empath. And I feel them vibes, bro. And it just fucking scares me to think that you like me more than I like you right now. And I'm just trying to chill. Moving on <sighs> to Slender Man and my Slender Man story. A friend of mine from high school got married last weekend and essentially was a high school reunion that nobody planned. And I knew that I was going to know people there, but I wasn't energetically prepared for how many people that would be there and to talk with people and catch up with people. And I don't know, I've found lately that I've become a lot more introvert and I'm not as willing to go up and talk to people as much anymore. Um, I don't know if that's my depression leaking out or my anxiety, but I'm working on it. I'm getting better. And once I had a couple drinks, I felt better to go and talk to people and like want to engage and it was a blast. It was a beautiful wedding. My friend's vows made me tear up. First time in a while that I've teared up at a wedding. I think my friend Kylie's wedding was the last one I cried at. I don't know. Honestly, like I tear up a little bit at every, every single wedding. I love weddings. I don't think I'm ever going to get married, but I love seeing people that I love be in love and talk about their love and just I fucking love love. It's ridiculous. I want to throw up. But I just like it. So I'm at the wedding. Kicking it with all my friends from high school. Haven't seen these bitches in a while. Having a great time. One of my friends from high school has this younger brother. And I've known this kid because I've known her. It's crazy to think about. I've I've known these people. My friends from high school I've known 14 years. Like, we've been out of school for 10 years. Like, it's just wild to think that I've known these people. So I've known her little brother since he was a wee babe. Like, a wee lad. But this fucking kid is like six seven he is so aggressively tall and we all know Raven loves tall men it's my fucking weakness and we've hung out before and we've n- we haven't necessarily gone out together but we've been out and we have the same friends so I, I'll run into him from time to time but I've never necessarily been like attracted to him uh, I just I don't know it's just this I've, I've known him forever and it's never been something that's been like a sexual thing like yeah he's a tall dude but I've never really seen him that way. Well, a couple drinks in at this wedding, <laughs> and we start bantering back and forth, and I don't even know what started it. Oh, I think it what started was he told me that he was intimidated and afraid of me because I had heels on and I was eye level with him. So this kid's like six seven, I was six three six four, probably closer to six four in these heels, and I was like, "Yeah, Slender Man, you should be afraid of me." And mind you, we're at, we're at a wedding, so he was in a full suit, hence Slender Man. Um. And if you guys don't know who Slenderman is, he's not actually real. Um he's a, a bird is fucking outside fucking with my cat. He's a fictional character that was made up by the internet, but essentially he's a super tall guy with like tentacle fingers and he steals children. I'm a, I'm in a true crime, I'm a spooky bitch. I was aroused. He looked like Slenderman. I was like, mm, "You can snatch up all the kids here cuz your girl does not want children. Take them all." <laughs> um So, yeah, he made some comment about being intimidated by me. And I was like, well, yeah, Slenderman, you should be because it's me. You should always be afraid of me. And then we just started bantering back and forth and making little comments at each other. And we started dancing. And the last time that I saw this kid, the last time I saw him, we were out at Shady Park and he was aggressively making out with two girls the entire time it was hilarious because he's so tall it was so obvious and all of my friends and I were just saying they were like oh my god Slenderman like you're ridiculous we can't take you anywhere so I think he might just be like a serial make outer if that's the thing which honestly I'm totally okay with it like shoot we can fucking make out all the time making out tall people is my favorite so we're dancing, and he goes to lean in and kiss me, and I take my my hands very smoothly and take my thumbs and put it on his lips and then kiss my thumbs on his lips. So it's not actually touching his lips, and he's like, "Oh, you tease. And I, like, spun out and then spun back in, and then we started making out, and it was awesome. And, like, I'm not one just to make out with people. Like, that's really not me. I'm not one to hook up randomly, one-night stands. That's not me. Um... But I mean, (laughs) that's partially because there's never tall, attractive people around, male or female. There's not around. So I never have the opportunity. So I was like, you know what? It's later in the night. I am quite a few drinks in. Fuck it. (laughs) And we just made out the rest of the night. Honestly, it was really enjoyable. There was a photo booth. And I was like, hey, you want to go make out in the photo booth? (laughs) He was like, yeah. So when I made out in the photo booth, my friend who got married has a 10-year-old son. Slenderman and his son are really good friends and we got caught by him a couple of times and he just kept teasing us and we were like little kid get the fuck out of here like stop punking on me right now (laughs) I'm just trying to make out like get out of here so that was really enjoyable really really enjoyable and but what's funny is that since then I haven't heard from him and he hasn't hit me up and that's totally fine and honestly the next day I was thinking about hitting him up he follows a podcast with Slenderman I'm ready, or I'm down if you're fucking down. Um, I was thinking about hitting him up and be like, "Hey, like I really enjoyed kissing your face last night. Like would highly enjoy to do that again. Let me know when you're free." (laughs) But then the reason I didn't, a couple of reasons. One, I'm not necessarily in the position right now where I want to chase anybody. So, but but I also understand that if I want to pursue somebody, I do have to pursue them a little bit myself. But like I'm not really trying to go after anybody. People come after me. I'll go with it, but I'm not really trying to like cast any lines out there. So when he didn't hit me up, I was like, okay, like I just think Slenderman's a serial make-outer person, and that's cool. I enjoyed it. I had fun. We took some cute pictures, and maybe when I see you in the future, we'll make out. Maybe you'll hear this podcast and hit me up. I don't know. We'll see. But also, another reason I didn't hit him up is your girl has had the worst yeast infection she has had in quite a long time. Raven, how'd you get a yeast infection? Oh, let me tell you. Um, I started, I reconnected with this dude that I used to talk to a little while ago. And we talked about it and we're like, dude, let's just fuck. Like, let's just have sex and enjoy it. And it was going great. Fucking phenomenal. Finally had enjoyable sex. First time in two years. It was aggressive. It was rough. It was passionate. Oh my god, it was fucking hot. It was so fucking hot. Well, mm, uh, the last time we hooked up, and you know, I've talked about this before in the podcast. I've brought it up. Pretty sure he listens. I know he's listened to some of the older ones. Um, ladies and gentlemen, and non-gender conforming individuals, and whoever else is fucking listening to this, if you finger somebody's butthole, you cannot. Take that finger and put it in someone's vagina. You cannot do that. You have to use... Honestly, no one's ever touching my butthole ever again. I don't want my ass eaten out. I don't want fingers in there. I don't want a dick in there. I don't want toys. I don't want anything in my butthole. This week has been so fucking shitty with this goddamn yeast infection and it has been so uncomfortable, it's not worth it. And it's so frustrating because guys won't have to deal with it yes men can get yeast infections and I have no idea if it's painful but it's just the whole fact of like you fucked up my vagina and what's funny with it too is that prior to this like we would text every day every other day is kind of bantering catching up told him I had a yeast infection last Tuesday didn't hear from him until like Friday Saturday I was like oh wow like you're really going full fuck boy cool, cool, chill, chill. That's fine. Like I'm over here dying on the verge of crying because my vagina is on fire. So when I told him originally, he was super apologetic and said that he felt bad and I get it. But still like, dude, dudes everywhere. Don't fucking touch my asshole ever again. Like nobody's allowed in there. It is closed for business indefinitely. You can't fucking. And when I asked him, he's like, I'm so sorry. I thought I was using different fingers. Dude, you got to use different hands. Different hands. Maybe, I I don't even know what we're going to say. Maybe you have like a special toy that's just for going in butts that you don't ever put in a vagina. I don't know. But fuck, man. My vagina has been so upset and so angry. Yeast infections are the fucking worst. It's just been, it's just been a lot. It's been... It's been a lot in trying to date and uh you know I'm pretty over it honestly I gave it a good try a good month and a half and then I have this weekend this weekend happened I went to a show and I thought it was going to be amazing and great and it fucking sucked it really sucked I really hated it and I realized a lot and uh yesterday I cried a lot um, also taking drugs when you take Molly or any stimulants or anything, it's really important and I haven't rolled in fucking years. Um, so if you take Molly, there's a thing that happens to you the next day called Molly Blues and essentially what happens when you do any stimulants is that your body is flooded with an artificial amount of dopamine and serotonin. So when you come off of those drugs, your body stops making it naturally and so you get super low and it's called the Molly Blue. So yesterday, literally woke up crying, was sad all day. Do you hear that bird? <laughs> was sad all day and then cried in the shower for like 30 minutes. But also it was it was a good thing that I cried because for me when I cry, I'm really not a big crier. So when I cry, I cry for everything since the last time that I cried. And I cry and I tell myself like I'm thanking the higher beings for allowing myself to feel these emotions so I can work through these emotions and allow these emotions to flow through my body so that I can make way for new positive energy and growth and new feelings and emotions Um, and last night when I was in the shower crying because honestly the shower is the best way to cry or best place to cry because it's not as hard on your face (laughs) because the water in the shower and the moisture and the hotness whatever Um, I was trying to not let myself cry fully because I want to have a conversation with an individual and I want to have those, it was kind of stupid. Like I want to have those feelings come out when I have a, that conversation with that individual to make it feel, to show that like I'm serious about it. Cause this individual like hasn't really seen me cry a lot. Um, and then I thought about, I was like, that's so stupid. Like you need to allow yourself to work through these feelings and work through these emotions So that when you have that conversation with that individual, you won't be a blubbering mess and ugly crying. Because I was ugly crying last night. And I got out of that shower and my eyes were redder than the devil's dick. And I walked out to my roommate and was like, well, I just spent the past 30 minutes in the shower crying. Can I explain to you why? Um, So I've definitely come to terms with some things and realized some things and let go of some feelings and emotions. I do have therapy at two. Um, so I'm pretty excited to talk with her about that and work through those feelings even more and try to accept them, process them. Um, but yeah, I'm just over dating. (laughs) That was my try. That was my little, uh, two months there of putting myself out there and trying to do something. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty over it. I'm pretty over it for the time being. So I'm just going to go back to focusing on myself. And that's the thing, too, is that when I start to talk to somebody or date somebody, I put my own needs and what I want and my goals on the back burner. And I need to not do that. I need to focus on myself. You know, this is a really important time for me to have time to myself, focus on what I want and the direction that I want my life to go on to. So I encourage everybody to get out there and date, Um, you know, take those opportunities that you maybe wouldn't reach out to those people, go on those hinge dates that maybe you wouldn't. But also if you don't feel the need, it's okay. You know, we're not going to give up entirely. We're just giving up temporarily for the time being. Um, And it's not really, uh, I wouldn't say giving up. Maybe giving up isn't the right way or the right, yeah, the right way to describe it. I'd say we're just taking a pause. We're just chilling on the bench, tap somebody in. Hey, I'm going to let you go hang out for a bit. I'm going to wait for my vagina to not be so angry which hopefully by mid this week, it should be okay. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) life has been crazy. It's definitely a roller coaster of emotions and feelings, but that's what makes us human, you know, and that's what, that's what makes having feelings and being in love so great, so shitty at the same time, because you can have these really powerful highs, you can have these really powerful lows, and I think Overall, we just have to be thankful that we're alive and we're experiencing the human experience because I would much rather have these feelings, have these highs and lows than not feel anything at all. I know there's times where I've definitely, you know, and I feel like we've all gone through those times and I've been on antidepressants before. That shit was fucking weird. It made me feel nothing and I hated it. I absolutely hated it. So we have to appreciate those moments even though I cried so much yesterday, I realized a lot. I let go of a lot. I'm really excited to talk about it more in therapy because I think about a work through it even more. Change is a part of life. And honestly, like I can deal well with change, but then I also can't, especially like I get in routines and patterns of doing things. So I have to let go of these realities of you know, going out and doing things and then expecting certain things to happen afterwards because that's what's always happened. Like, no, that's not happening anymore. I need to start writing my own chapter. Let's try and bring this fucking... Bring this vibe back up. My little dirty sluts, here's a sex tip for you. This is for the ladies for the men. Um, A really fun thing that you can do when having sex is I'm trying to think exactly the position that I was in the last time I did this. You could do this in missionary when they're on top or you could also, I think missionary would be the best or maybe if you're on top, like girl on top, girl, girl on top of guy. Um, But ladies, you take your fingers in a V make a little peace sign and then you put it on either side of your lips and when the penis starts to enter inside of you bring your fingers together to try and close the V and then it will create a tightness on the dick so it so like if you're bringing your, f- your fingers together, creating a V, it's going to create that tension. But So you don't want to squeeze too hard. You know what I mean? You're just trying to make some some resistance around the penis. So it's almost like you're creating a cock ring out of your hands. Um, and you want to make sure that your fingers are have spit on them or have some lube. Because I'll definitely make it feel better for both of you. You don't want to have dry fingers and fucking grind a dry dick back and forth on your hand. But if you put the V, and so like take the V and then you're pointing it down. And then bring your fingers together while the dick's moving in, and, in and out of you. It's gonna create a little bit of tension and like a cock ring. It'll make it a little tighter, and just helps to. And then if you clench your vagina at the same time, like while they're entering and coming back out, um, it's gonna just create a really cool feeling for them and an extra little tightness that hopefully they'll enjoy and hopefully you will enjoy. Flexing your your vagina muscles and doing Kegels are great during sex, and I really like to do it after they come or like while they're coming clenching and then afterwards so sometimes dude just like to leave their dick inside of you for a couple seconds which is like all right cool like we can soak it out um clenching on their dick afterwards just like a last little cherry on top that you can tease them with um and yeah I think that's I think that's where we're gonna wrap it up because I gotta go to therapy and I can honestly feel the sadness creeping in on me it's just over the horizon so Thanks for hanging out this week, my little sex kittens. If you guys are sad, it's okay. Allow yourself to feel those feelings. Allow yourself to work through those emotions. Cry in the shower. Cry to your roommate. Cry by yourself. Go to therapy if you haven't. Because honestly, I love therapy. And it's made a big difference. And I'm really excited to continue therapy. Because I think everybody's fucked up in their own way. And everybody could definitely talk about some shit. If you haven't follow me on instagram yet follow me at raven after dark pod if you want to see my titties subscribe to my OnlyFans. and if you want to buy me things my amazon wish list is below my birthday's coming up i would love all the presents and all the gifts have a great week everybody keep your fucking heads up and go out there and masturbate bitches i'll see you next Tuesday. tuesday